Hi, it's episode 53. Today, I'm answering the question, how should I handle sibling disputes? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. It's Danae here. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new to Simple Families, this is a question and answer style podcast. If you have questions that you'd like to submit, I'd love to hear from you at simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. You can leave those there for me. If you want to work one-on-one, I do offer coaching services. You can find out more about that at simplefamilies.com forward slash coach. Today, I'm taking a question from Hannah. Hannah wrote, Hi, Danae. I have two girls, ages one and a half and almost three. They've started to enjoy playing with each other more. On the flip side, they also end up a mess of screaming and crying at times. The typical scenario is as follows. One child will be rough or upset with the other so that the child will hit or bite the other one to get them to stop. Then the child who started it all will get upset and retaliate. I'm not sure what to do. I don't want them hitting or biting people if they get upset. I understand this is partly a normal age and a sibling thing, but I also want to teach them different ways to communicate. On one hand, I want to comfort the one that was picked on, but I also don't want to condone their actions. Any thoughts? Hannah, I completely understand what you mean here. I also have a one and a three-year-old, and the dynamic between the two of them can be very complicated. It sounds like your intentions are in the best place. So you want to fix it. You want to teach them a better way. You want to make this better for your kids so that they can get along and have a positive relationship. And I think that's something that every parent wants. But here's the secret for this age. You're actually teaching them all the time. Every time you interact with another adult, every time that you interact with them, You're teaching them how to socialize. Kids learn through modeling first and foremost. So while our inclination is to have some sort of lesson and an explanation over why they should behave this way and why they should solve problems this way, the reality is they're going to learn from us. They're going to learn from watching us. But the reality is most of socialization and understanding how to manage relationships comes through practice. And your kids are getting a lot of practice at this right now. You basically have two little cave women on your hands. They're trying to figure out social graces. And it's not pretty. It doesn't look like the social exchange of an adult pair would look like. But it is necessary and it's a normal course of socialization. Try not to get caught up in the who started it and who got picked on and all the little little details. Instead, focus on making sure that everyone is safe and then let your kids play out their own conflict as much as possible. This can be really hard to do because as moms, we want to jump right in and save the day and fix things so that we don't have to listen to the crying and the upset voices and that sort of thing. If you frequently hear your kids calling out mom when they're in the middle of a conflict with siblings, that might be a sign that you do need to step back and let things play out more often. 
by jumping in and solving all our kids' problems for them, we're really not doing them any favors. We're actually taking away valuable opportunities where they can be practicing their problem-solving skills. So again, your main priority here is to make sure that everybody is safe. If someone does hit or bite or do something that's aggressive or violent, you do need to separate them until they're ready to calm down. I would do it in a non-punitive way because at this age, they're really not trying to hurt each other and they're really not trying to be malicious. They have just reached a point where they don't know how else to get their needs met. They have tried everything. They've tried to talk. They've tried to interact as positively as possible, but their frustration tolerance is low and they've had enough very quickly. So while you're not a referee, you're probably within earshot and you can get a grip and understand when these situations are about to occur. We had an incident last week where my three-year-old and one-year-old were playing and the one-year-old, she's 15 months now, she bit her older brother and I have to say he was really stunned and his eyes were open to the fact that, hey, whoa, I actually need to respect her space. She's a person and she has a voice and even though she can't talk, she has a voice and she's using her voice in other ways and I need to respect her. So while I don't condone her biting or her actions, I do know that her biting was a way of communicating to him. Of course, I don't want my kids to be violent, but at the same time, I also have to recognize that the way that they're going to communicate with each other at this young of an age is not the way that I'm going to communicate with another adult that I have conflict with. So when I say try not to be too punitive, remember that this is their very primitive way of interacting with one another. (laughs) My one-year-old had just had it. He had ripped a toy out of her hand for the last time and she was going to put a stop to it and she did. So the way that I handle a situation like this is I make sure that they've calmed down and this usually involves removing them from the space. So putting them into their rooms until they've calmed down, until they're really in a place where they can be safe when they're together, especially if things have really escalated. Now, right when it happens, right when the aggression happens, I will firmly tell them both, I will not let you hurt her or I will not let you hurt him. I don't try to reason with them and say things like, it's not nice to bite, or you shouldn't bite, or please don't bite, because I'm not asking them not to bite. I'm telling them not to bite. I'm telling them not to hit. I'm telling them not to be aggressive. So by saying, I will not let you hurt him, or I will not let you hurt her, I'm very clearly saying that this is not permissible in our family. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. But I'm also not yelling when I'm doing it. I'm saying it with a firm but loving voice. And the reason I'm not asking please and I'm not telling them it's not nice to bite and that sort of thing is because kids at this age, they don't really care about the niceties. They don't really care about manners. They care about getting what they need, getting what they want. And they can learn boundaries and rules. And by by me telling them, I will not let you do this. That is a firm boundary. I will not let you hurt him. I will not let you hurt her. That is a very firm boundary. I will not let you hurt him. I'm going to put you in your room until you calm down and then we can play some more. The vast majority of the time, 
kids, especially really young siblings, are going to stumble their way through playing with a healthy dose of getting along and then a healthy dose of pulling each other's hair out. It's unlikely that anyone's really going to have a serious injury, assuming that your play spaces are mostly equipped for safety. So try to take a lot of deep breaths and intervene only when absolutely necessary, only when safety's on the line. We want to let kids learn how to problem solve and mediate their own problems. If we don't, then we rob them of these valuable opportunities to do it for themselves. We have to remember that when they're mediating and conflict solving, it's going to be in a very primitive way that doesn't always look appropriate to us. So the words that they're using and the actions that they have don't necessarily resonate with what we would do as adults. But nonetheless, they can be really effective for kids. So if your one and a half year old is in your three year old space and your three year old says, get out of my way. Yeah, sure. Would it be nicer if your three-year-old said, can you please move over? At the same time, they're communicating what they need. And we really can't be critical about the expressions and the words that they're using all the time. So the takeaway for today is that the sibling dynamic really sets the stage for many relationships to come. So we need to let kids use this relationship to practice handling conflict as much as possible. It's going to be anything but graceful in the early years. But practice makes perfect. And well, it might not be perfect. It's going to make things better. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been episode 53. And if you're interested in staying in touch with Simple Families, you can go to simplefamilies.com and click get started.